as a business owner, you know that social media is a prime way to spread your message and get your message across to the masses. And video is a huge part of that. So what are the secrets to making video, posting video, and using it to promote your business and get your message out there? Well, today in the Waste Up Wardrobe Studio, I'm going to be interviewing a very special guest who knows all about those secrets. But you know the drill. You need to hang in there because we're coming right back with her. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. And I am so thrilled to be here and bring you my very special guest today because I think that this there's going to be so many great nuggets to take away here and implement in your business and use um, in the work that you do to spread your message. Um, so Without much delay, I just want to say thank you to my super awesome producer, Rick Moscosa, who's always here in the green room making everything, everything about this production happen and possible. So thank you, Rick. Thank you to you for tuning in again for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. And I'm going to start by bragging about my very special guest today. Uh, my guest, Nika Stewart, is a short form video specialist. She's also a rock and roll singer, a cancer thriver. Nika Stewart helps creative big thinkers show up and shine as the unique, brilliant superstars that they are so that they can so can, they can get recognition that they deserve in the marketplace. Entrepreneurs, authors, speakers, executives, politicians, and celebrities have enjoyed increased social media popularity through the expertise of Nika and her world-class team at StreamBank Media. Nika is the founder of Shine 365, an online community that empowers business owners to embrace their uniqueness, step into their power, and grow a profitable business that is fun and supportive. Uh, Nika, um, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm so thrilled to have you here today. Oh, uh, in the audience, we have Kristen Levine joining us. She's saying it's a great topic because it is a great topic. I can't wait to dive in and really... Um, and really tap into your genius. Uh, but before we do that, I want people to get to know who you are. I've known you through one of the mastermanding groups that we're in, uh, but I wanted to just kind of everybody for everybody to get a flavor of who you are. Um, so we're going to do quick this or that questions. Is that okay? Yeah, fun. Okay. Cats or dogs? Cats. Do you have a cat? I do have a cat and, and I have a dog half step brother. I don't know. My parents have a dog and I really feel like he's my dog. So I, even though I say cats, I love both, but I have a cat. <laughs> awesome. And your cat's name, just so we can, you know, see. Oh, well, that's, that's awesome. You know, it's, it's like, is it, is it true that you're either a, a dog person or a cat person or can you be both? I 
think you can be both. I mean, I think so many people are animal people, you know, we just love animals. And then you tend to have one, like my lifestyle has always been more of, it's easier to have a cat, but you know, if I, if I could have 50 animals, I, I would, I just love animals. Well, I know Kristen Levine, who's joining us here today, does have many animals. She is a pet influencer. So this is kind of cool that she's here. We're talking about this. Okay. My next question is, um, long videos or short videos? Oh my gosh. Short videos. Why? <laughs> Did you say why? Yeah. Well, the truth is, I think we need to have both. I think a balance is what helps us in our business, but short form videos are the ones that are going viral that the platforms are showing without us needing to pay them to show them to strangers. So why wouldn't we get involved in creating more short form videos and getting in front of new people that don't know us yet? Yeah, no, makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, rock and roll or classic music? Rock and roll. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about why that would be um, your thing. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny because growing up, I, I always felt like I wanted to be a singer. And I started by thinking I wanted to go into opera. So classical music was, was just who I was. Until college, I was invited into uh, to sing backups in a rock band. And from that moment on, I never wanted anything else but to be a rock and roll singer. <laughs> wow, that's so fascinating. I didn't even know that about you. So that's really cool. Okay, one more question. Tell us something quirky about you. Okay, so I guess related to rock and roll, even though I think most people think of me as sort of a quiet, sweet girl, my favorite thing in the world to do is to scream angry rock music. It just <laughs> makes me who I am. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, and it, I'm sure nobody can envision that, but like you can totally adapt to that persona, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. And I have the videos <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> awesome. 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 Well, I am so glad and thrilled that you're here. I really love all the content you put out, but I also am fascinated by your story and how your stories change, I'm sure. Um, but could you tell us a little bit about your story? Give us a little window into what influences the video that you do and how your story influences that. Sure. And as I was thinking about this, I want to tell you a quick story that about 10 years ago, I was at a, a business workshop or big, actually a large event. And there were some speakers there who were sharing their secrets to success. And one speaker who we were all so excited to hear from because she had grown a, a startup from zero to seven figures. Uh, and she was about to reveal the way that this worked for her so that we could all get insight. And the thing that she shared was that the reason she was so successful is that her she has a, had a rich uncle who gave her a lot of money to start her company. And the rest of us all kind of went, so how does that help us? Because I, I, do you agree? Like, I'm like, so how do we get insight from that? So are you saying we should all look to see if we have a rich uncle? Because I don't. So does that mean I can't grow? It was like, I couldn't get anything from it. So my point of telling you this is my story of how I came to create videos and learn how to create videos that go viral, that reach hundreds of thousands and millions of people is a completely different story than you, hopefully 
a different story than yours. But I also got so obsessed with what makes videos go viral that I studied the insight into that. So you don't have to be, you don't, You certainly don't have to have my story. You certainly don't have to have a rich uncle. I don't think that would help you go viral anyway. Um, but so I'm going to tell you my story. And then I would love to tell you the insights that I learned because your story is different. And that's what makes you so special and able to, to grow a presence online. Yeah. So, um, so for me, uh, I was in always in, not always, but for about a dozen years now, I've been in marketing and um, helping people grow businesses. And I always wanted to do more video, but it was never like a thing that was my special thing. I just tried it here and there. But in early 2020, before the craziness of 2020, before you know, we even had lockdown or even kind of knew it was coming, I was diagnosed with invasive lobular carcinoma, which is a type of breast cancer. And fairly quickly, within a few weeks, each test that I had showed that it was a little worse than we thought. You know, it started out as a little dot that was going to be easily removed. And then it turned out it was larger than we thought, then it was more spread than we thought, then it was in more than just that area. So it just kept getting worse and worse. Um, and I quickly realized that I wanted to document my story because I, number one, needed something to do to kind of look forward to on a daily basis rather than just be in fear uh, and, and I needed a creative outlet to entertain myself. So I started documenting my story with video for myself. Um, and then lockdown happened and there really was nothing <laughs> like most of us, well, all of us, almost all of us were in the same place. We were at home looking for things to do, to entertain ourselves, to stay sane. And so documenting my story and finding fun strangely enough, fun things about my cancer journey was what kept me going. And so I was making these videos. They were not professional. They were not, you know, uh, buttoned up. They were, they were not high level, but I started putting them out there again for myself, for, for, for entertainment for myself. And suddenly I started getting messages from people saying, you're making me feel better because I'm going through a tough time. Obviously the whole world was going through a tough time in the middle of 2020. Um, but apparently me making fun, finding fun, not, not making fun of cancer, but finding the funny in my situation, like making fun of my bald head and, and, you know, things that, that were just, I found funny. Um, they were inspiring people. And when those videos started reaching people and people were telling me that it was helping them in their lives, it became kind of a mission for me. And I'm going through five months of chemotherapy and then six weeks of radiation and then other drugs that were making my body change. And, and I got, I had this amazing opportunity to be sharing it all and helping other people. So that really is how I got involved in video and it got me obsessed with what makes a video go viral. 
because you don't have to have cancer to make a video go viral. So I started studying what makes a video go viral. And that became my new uh, focus in life and in business. So before, before your uh, diagnosis, were you making video? I was here and there, and it was mostly uh, me getting all as perfect as I could be, trying to make my hair perfect and my makeup good and my clothing good. And if I didn't feel like I was at my best, I wouldn't make a video. If Mm -hmm. I didn't have good lighting, if my house was a mess, I didn't put out video. And one of the biggest things I learned was that imperfection... I mean, I was at my worst, especially like my looks. I had no eyelashes and eyebrows and hair. I had no breasts for a year and a half. I had like, so I was not, certainly not my best. And those were my most inspiring videos that reached the most people and, and I think impacted the most lives. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like what they say is like that whole part of being authentic sharing your almost like sharing your vulnerabilities are is a way of people that people can actually relate and be inspired by but what I love about what you did is not just about sharing your vulnerabilities but you did it in a way that was almost um entertaining like people were engaging with it because you were um and not not lighthearted about it but you were you were you were finding the joy in in what you were doing and that's what I think I admire about you the most is that you're always finding the positive and always finding the joy and how amazing that that experience led to this new discovery on, you know, on social media and in your marketing um, work. So, um, you know, so it's very interesting how your journey has impacted your work, right? Um, And so at this point, when you started doing that, things started going viral did you just say, oh, I'm, I'm onto something here. Let me do more of this. And then you figured out what the tricks were and then you start teaching people or can you give us a little bit about that? Yeah, what I did was um, really the first thing that happened was I, I put out a, a video, I went to sleep and then in the morning I opened up TikTok uh, because at the time TikTok was the short form video platform. In 2020, there was no Instagram reels and there was no YouTube shorts. Really short form video was TikTok. So I put out a TikTok. um, I went to sleep. In the morning, I got up and I looked and I said, something looks weird here. Like there's all the numbers are kind of messed up. So I luckily at the time was living with a, an expert in TikTok, my 14-year-old daughter. And so I knocked on her door and I said, Ellie, what the heck is going on on TikTok? I went to sleep with 200 followers and I woke up with 3,000 followers. What's going on? And she said, oh, mom, you went viral. And I said, what does that mean? <laughs> she said, well, you know, a lot of people liked your video And then she said the thing that really is, I think, like the thing to change all our lives. She said, you should do a part two. And what that said to me is what I had always said to people when it came to marketing is look at what's working and do more of that because the same thing doesn't work for everybody. So just because I did a video of, you know, me going to grab a hair clip doesn't mean you should go do a video with that. 
look at what's working for you and your audience and do more of that. And so her saying, do a part two reminded me, meaning people liked that. Do a, you know, keep doing that. Yeah. And so um, I, so I did do a part two and part two is now, I guess, two and a half years later, my biggest video has reached almost 200 million people like that one video. So doing the part two was like the best thing I ever did. And of course, then I did part three, part four, not necessarily all calling it part three, part four, but realizing what works and doing more of that. And because of that, I then started studying what what are all the videos that are reaching not just hundreds of people, but thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people? What are they? What do they all have in common? And I noticed a lot of things that they had in common. And so I tried, I experimented and did more of that. When they were, when that was working, that's when I started teaching it to other people. And now it's working for other people. So it feels just, I feel justified in having become obsessed with it and learning how to do it. So I have a question for you. So you studied what was making it viral. And I'm just curious, do you have like one or two of those things that you can tell the audience about that was sort of the secret sauce? Sure. Uh, One of the things which I think is probably, and I'm almost afraid to say this first because it's often the scariest thing that people will run away away screaming when they hear it, but it is that uh, the something that you are most afraid to share with other people, like that thing that you're supposed to hide, Mm. share it. That makes your video more attractive to more people. Like we were just saying, people need to see authenticity. And that word gets thrown around a lot and sometimes it loses meaning. Like, what do you mean authentic? Like number one, of course I'm me. How can I be anyone else? And on the other hand, what does me really mean? Like what part of me? I have lots of me. What it means in viral videos is don't, try to be perfect, just be you. And most of the things that we grow up thinking we need to change, like I'm so awkward or I'm, I'm, I don't, I, you know, I bite my lip too much or, uh, you know, I'm socially awkward or I'm silly or I, I never look perfect in my clothing. All of that is what you're supposed to do that's who you are and that's what makes you awesome and that's what makes makes people fall in love with you the more perfect you try to be the less you connect with other people and so whatever that means for you go be yourself and, and in fact that would be kind of something i would say to just do right now is think of something that you've been hiding and go share it Mm, so fascinating. It, is it that people want to know? Um, it's almost, it's funny because the challenges, right? People just want to know what's challenging people rather than what's making them successful. Is that what it is? Is it psychology thing? There's a few things. It's definitely that. And what I've seen is number one, there is a lot of that we root for the underdog. So when and I noticed this on TikTok, especially in the early year, early meaning 2020, 2021, 
early years of TikTok kind of blowing up. Um, people love seeing people who are the underdog, like people who are trying, but who are not there yet. We love to support people when they're trying. Yeah. And so watching people try to be better is very inspiring and we want to support them. It also motivates us because we see people, it feels so good to know that we're not alone, to know that just like you're saying, Christine, people who seem like they have it all together, when they tell us that they also struggle with many things, doesn't that make you feel good? Like, oh, if she struggles too, then I'm okay. Like, I thought you were perfect and I was striving to be perfect, but you're human and I'm human. That means I could do it too. And it yeah. feels really good to see that other people are human. <laughs> yeah. And we can't relate to perfection because no one is perfect. So yeah. there are all these layers of just loving seeing and I always say it's it's perfectly imperfect because yeah. our imperfections are perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you, I noticed you're talking a lot about TikTok. I know that you um, do a lot of short form videos on YouTube and that was very popular for a while with you. Um, and so I'm curious, can you give us a little idea of which platforms you use and why you choose certain platforms for certain things. Um, before you answer a question, Kristen is saying being authentic is also a way to stand out among others who are doing or teaching the same thing. Exactly, exactly. So good. Um, yeah. So um, tell us about the platforms. Yeah. So TikTok was the fir the only platform. So I started with TikTok and uh, then Instagram I believe it was 2021, early 2021, that Instagram came out with Instagram Reels, which was their version of TikTok. It's their copying of TikTok. And Instagram has always been really good at finding other platform, parts of other platforms that work and integrating it into their platform. And so Reels is, is TikTok. I mean, Reels really is a copy of TikTok. And so... Uh, because it really was the same thing, but at the when they first came out, it was up to 30 seconds. So you had to be really concise. Um, I thought I would try that out too. And um, so that was the second short form platform I tried. And as we're saying this, I want to make a, an interesting point that the reason that short form videos are different than what, one of the big reasons that short form videos are so different from other uh, types of content like graphics, pictures, or text posts is that the platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook Reels now, um, YouTube Shorts, they are taking our content and showing it in the general news feed or status update feed of many people, not just your followers. So typically, if you think of Facebook, if you put out a post on your profile, the only people who see your post typically are the people who are already connected with you. If you put out an Instagram post, the people who are following you may see your post. But if you put out an Instagram reel, Instagram says, we're going to put this in the newsfeed of who we think may like your reel. Mm. So 
how amazing is it that the platforms are saying we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna experiment we're gonna see who might like this and these are people who don't already know you so instead of having to pay for ads to get in front of new people the platforms are sending our content out to people who don't know us yet and then if enough of them, that there are clues to tell the algorithm that your, your video is liked. And if it's liked, they send it out to more and more people. And that's typically how a video goes viral. Nice. So TikTok, Instagram, YouTube will say, let's show this video to 100 people. And if they like it, we'll show it to 500 more people. And it can keep going. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's why short form video is such an important part of marketing if you're looking to grow your visibility and get in front of new people. What is it about the short form video that makes it, is it because it's short and quick and people can watch it quickly? Is that consume it fast? Well, number one, it is the, the, the platforms are just showing it to more people. So that's number one, how it gets out there. But yeah, I mean, think about our life. We, our attention span has gone, you know, it used to be that we would, it's weird because when I started in marketing, people used to say, you you have only 18 seconds to capture someone's attention. Can you imagine 18 seconds? (laughs) Like it's, it's less than a split second now. In fact, I recently learned that our attention span is lower than a goldfish. Human attention span is lower than a goldfish. Um, So yeah, so it feeds our addiction for fast and like, I like it. And if it catches my attention, I'll give it a few more seconds. It has to be quick and it has, and this kind of attention deficit disorder that we are all as adults having now because of all this tech, it's feeding that. It's like, (laughs) we like that. So we keep scrolling and looking for more and more quick quick um, dopamine and serotonin. I'm not sure of the actual words, but it gives us those good feeling hormones. Yeah. yeah. It's so fascinating. I mean, all these little tips that you're giving about the algorithm and just the, the idea of short form video. So um, if you had like one piece of advice to give the audience, if they wanted to kind of dabble and start, you know, doing short form videos in the way that you kind of explained it, what would you, what would you suggest? Okay. So one piece of advice, I would say if you, although the trends change a lot, it always seems to be good if you have a niche or niche, however you like to say it, uh, meaning you don't have to have a, a business niche. You can have a personality niche. So you can say, you know, I'm going to only do funny videos, Um, or I'm going to only talk to moms, or if you really are looking to use this format to grow your business, make sure you stick to your target audience um, and, and give value. But please remember that value is not what we used to think of as value, meaning like giving a good tip. Um, We used to think of, you know, if you want to give value, I should teach you something that only I know because of my expertise. But value now is entertainment, it's inspiration, it's motivation, it's education. If you can combine a few of those in one video, that's the absolute best. Mm. So you're sharing good tips. So, you know, Christine, you can give a great, like, here's one way to wear um, a chunky necklace, or here are three ways to wear a necklace. 
but do it in kind of a fun, funky, your style way that entertains at the same time, that's going to be a video that goes crazy. Interesting. Like, so it's so fascinating and you are giving us such great information. I, I just love it. Um, and there was that one video is the one with the, where you, you go to brush your hair. Um, is that the one that went viral? At the beginning? Yeah. Okay. I have a few videos out of that. I, that I titled things I still do because I forgot I'm bald. Yeah. Um, and it was, it started because, um, about a week after I lost all my hair, a few weeks after I started chemo. Um, so about one week after my hair was gone, I noticed I was still putting on a shirt and going like this because I had very long hair like yours, nice, thick, full, long hair. So, you know, if you have long hair, you put on a shirt and you pull the hair out of your shirt. Yeah. So I was going like this and it was just so funny to me that I was going like this with my hands and nothing, there was nothing there. So I thought to myself, I must be doing a lot of things instinctually because I forgot I don't have hair. So I, I did three things I'm still doing because I forgot I don't have hair. Um, that video was my first video that, that went, I guess I would call it viral because it eventually got to a few million views. But part two that my daughter encouraged me to do um, went even crazier. It started with me walking out of the shower um, and flipping my head upside down to put a towel on because that's what I would always do, you know, wash my hair, flip my head upside down and put the towel over my head. Um, and so I was making fun of myself and people loved that. And I think I, I so I now call that the naked bald woman method. And I wasn't actually naked. I had a towel yeah. on, but I implied that I was walking out of the shower. Um, so I was naked, I was bald. And um, that's the, the kind of the method or the blueprint I teach people is that you, you start your videos with something a little shocking, a little like change, you, you, you pattern interrupt. So if people are scrolling, you know, if you're scrolling and you see a naked bald woman, you're going to stop scrolling. So what is it that you can do? And there's many things you can do um, to stop the scroll. And that's really the most important thing that you want to do. Yeah. When you're doing your videos. Well, you know, I mean, we can talk about this for a long time. But one of the things <laughs> I wanted to to really point out, because this, I think, could be a question that comes up with a lot of people, is that, you know, people look at your story and you've really um, done such a great job with the whole thing. Right. But then somebody might say, well, I don't have a story that that's that is that compelling that I can use to, um, you know, um, to 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 put out there, inspire. So what do you say to people that say that? Because, you know, a lot of times too, like even when you are a speaker on stage, you know, you hear a speaker say, well, you know, I was, you know, I had this trauma in my life and this trauma in my life, and this is what brought me here. And it's very inspiring and you can connect, but then you have another speaker that doesn't have any of that. And they're like, well, how do I then um, create that connection with the audience? So do you have an opinion on that? I do. And um, I, I feel so blessed and lucky that I got to have cancer. So I get that. I get that story. <laughs> but um, and I do. I, I actually do often talk about the blessing of what I went through because it it really did um, allow me to see things in a more grateful way. But to answer your question, what if you didn't have something like that? 
I would say baloney. Everyone has a story. So you may not have something that you consider a, a huge trauma. And I, before cancer, I said the same thing. Like, I'm so boring. I grew up with loving parents. We, we were like in a middle-class family. We had a very boring, loving life. Like I have nothing to talk about, but it's baloney. I had many things, which is why I never was able to actually connect in such a deep way like I have been in the last few years. I often felt bad about my body. I often felt bad about because I'm so shy and quiet and awkward. I felt bad about not being good at certain things. Th those are things in our lives that we feel the things, again, like I say, the thing that you think you're supposed to hide or the thing that you think you can't show until you get better at it. That's the story that people are desperately waiting for. And lucky for you, if you feel you don't have a trauma story, amazing. But you have a story that other people will feel inspired by and are re you really will change the world. The world is waiting for you to share that story. Other people are going to go, thank God I'm not alone. And so, and so think about things where you do feel alone. It doesn't have to be a giant trauma story. That's we amazing. all have those things. That's amazing. That is really this. The everybody should watch show just for that nugget because that is a you know that is a thing that I hear a lot from people. They're like, well, you know, I'm I'm taking the stage, but I don't really have like a compelling story. But that is absolutely right. It's everybody has something that makes them ordinary and extraordinary, right? So that ordinary thing that people can relate to that like everybody else. And then, you know, if they're an expert at something, it makes them extraordinary. So it's, yeah. it's about, um, it's about really allowing yourself to be open about it. Right. And, and that is everything. So that is really great advice. Well, how can people like, like join your community or like tap into your genius or your courses. Can you tell the audience a little bit about that? And we can put some of the links in the comments too. Sure. Oh my gosh. I would love to. Well, I, I do have a free Facebook group where we have conversations every day about business and life, because I believe there's no real difference in most of us, for most of us, like it's, it's business life integration, work life integration, where it used to be balance. And now it's just all integrated. Um, and speaking of which, I haven't really worn pants in, in many years. So, so this is the perfect show for me. <laughs> <Poor girl. laughs> um, um, so yeah, I mean, I but join my Facebook group. I think we could become close friends there. I have a, um, a, a download of my top 10 videos where I share the videos and the insights and what you can learn from them to create your own viral videos. So that's my gift to you if you're interested. I love that. Yeah. And with the hashtag uh, short video and shine, uh, you will get that from Nika. So yeah, that I want that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yours. <laughs> yeah. And is there a course or anything that you have coming? I up? have a viral video intensive course. I have a mastermind. I have a, a membership. I have a few different ways, like kind of like small, medium, large ways to work with me and create some magic. Excellent. So people can reach out to you uh, via Instagram or how should they reach out to you if they want to learn more? 
Um, you know, my favorite way, strangely enough, is Facebook, okay. but Instagram, I mean, I'm Nika Stewart Shine on almost all of the platforms. So okay. Nika Stewart Shine is how you can chat with me. Just say hello and, and we will talk and, and, yeah, and I can see, and I have lots of free resources. So if you're not sure what, what you're looking to do, let me know and I can send you in the right direction. That is awesome. So we're going to put that in the comments, uh, comments so that it can live on the Facebook page for anybody who's watching the replay. It's Nika Stewart and uh, Nika Stewart Shine, right? Yes. Nika Stewart Shine. We'll put that in the comments. Um, and we always wrap up the show with sort of the summary, the Waste Up Wardrobe uh, weekly wrap up. And if there's one takeaway everybody should take away today, what would that be? The biggest takeaway that I always say is if you feel not ready, the only way to get more ready is to do it not ready. <laughs> so, so you can you can wait around as long as you want to feel ready. You're not going to feel ready until you do it when you're not ready. And again, that's the kind of thing that I think people run away screaming like, but I'm not going to do it imperfectly. Do it not ready. I promise you, you will feel more ready. Yeah. Do it, <laughs> just do it. And, and you will then feel, and each time you feel a little more ready. Absolutely. I vouch for that because we're on episode 125 today. And I will tell you when I first started, like I was always so nervous and now I can get up on, on camera with no problem at all. So it is really doing it afraid, doing it not ready. Totally. So good. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Nika. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and one of the tools that you're going to give us with the hashtag um, short video and shine is that amazing list of the 10 viral videos that are really special that we all are curious about seeing. So hashtag short video and shine. If you're listening on the replay, you can also put that in there. We'll get it to you. And a tip. Give us a tip or two moving forward. Um. One thing that you can think about is uh, the magic of three. If you're putting together a short form video, um, one of the things that I've noticed that many viral videos have in common is three parts, either three tips, like I'm gonna share three ways to wear a, button a white button down shirt, or I'm going to give you three tips for doing this certain thing. Mm. Or it doesn't have to be three tips. It could also be like, here's the beginning, the middle and the end. Mm. But if you think in threes, it helps your mind be clearer and it, it makes the video clearer, um, more organized and people, um, it's, it's attractive and it, it's comfortable for the mind. So think of the magic of three when you're doing short form video. I love that. That makes so much sense. It just helps organize everything and people can see. I think people can consume that more easily. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And finally, an action item, because we want to put everybody into action now to go do some short form video. Oh, my goodness. Um, an action item is, I mean, I don't know if this is I, I, what I would love is if you want to go on TikTok, follow me and send me a message, I will give you a prompt for you creating your own video, like your next short form video. I so love like tag me, either tag me or, or comment on one of my recent videos and say, hey, give me a prompt. And I will look at your account and give you a prompt so that you can know what to do on your next video. Yay, I'm gonna do that, that is awesome. 
You are awesome. You are so inspiring. Such a joyful person. I love it so much. I can, I, I'm not surprised that people are inspired by you every single day. And, um, I am, um, I'm, I'm just so thrilled and honored that you were able to come on the show and give us all these nuggets. This information is so valuable. I'm going to be listening to the show over and over again, just because all the nuggets and all the advice you've given us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Nika. And there you have it, the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up. And thank you to Nika Stewart for being here and really sharing all her genius of how to use short-form video to go viral, to really spread your message. And you know that we're going to be here every Thursday at 1130 Pacific time, bringing you a new fresh show where you can up-level your business and up-level the way you show up on camera, but also in business and off camera. 